Leia, why do you look so upset? I, I was just reminded about something from my childhood. <gasps> A past trauma? Mm-hmm. Tell me about this past trauma, Leia. Yes, it was a very traumatic trauma. I just remembered that when my mom would take us to Chipotle. Yes. She would. Yes. Call it Chipotle. Leia. <laughs> Yo soy la mas. Ha o lea kouinoa. And you're tuning into the Lamont and Lea podcast. Lamont, I'm nervous. You're going to have to do the intro. <laughs> so today on the Lamont and Leia podcast, Leia has been working very hard to get a special guest named Max Miller. He has his own podcast. He um, is big in the food industry. Is that right, Leia? The YouTube food. Like, the YouTube, the food side of YouTube. <laughs> he has All right, a cool. Yeah, he has a show called Tasting History. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so excited to get to meet him. I haven't talked to him myself. I've only corresponded with him just a little bit. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. It's actually something that like I may not talk about a lot, but means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad we get to talk about it today. And are you excited, Leia? <sighs> I'm nervous. But yes, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. It's going to okay. be okay. All right. All right, let's go get them. All right. Max, welcome to the Lamont and Leia podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are so excited for you agreeing to be here. Leia loves your YouTube. <laughs> Thank you. Um, ta- tasting history. Yes. yes. <laughs> I ha- I have to admit I haven't checked it out, but I will definitely go check it out after today for sure. Definitely, definitely. You also have a podcast, Catching Up with Max and Jose. Yeah, so um, it's it's a podcast sometimes, and sometimes it's also YouTube videos. It's kind of whatever. Jose Jose is my fiance, and he um, it, it's basically just talking about the channel or or kind of whatever we want to talk about. Um, and depending on how much work he wants to do on any given week, it's either a podcast or an actual video. It just takes longer to edit the video. So yeah, I lay it under. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, so could you yeah. could you take a few more minutes to tell us more about yourself and introduce yourself or yeah, we're in listener audience. Yeah. So um, I run a YouTube channel called. Tasting History with Max Miller. I'm Max Miller. Uh, And basically every week I find a recipe from history or sometimes it's finding a dish that doesn't have a recipe and kind of trying to manufacture that recipe. But basically I 
recreate historic dishes. And then I talk about the history of the food or an ingredient or the culture that was eating it, whatever I want to talk about, basically. That sounds exciting. I can't wait to go check it out. Yeah, it's fun. And it's, it's very, um, you know, light. It's not a, it's, it, there's some levity and it, it's not too serious. Uh, so it's, uh, I think people enjoy that aspect. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Lamont, do you have any other questions or should we just get started? No, let's go ahead and dive into our main topic. Let's do it. All righty. Uh, so you already introduced your show, which is great because I had this whole long thing that I was going to do to introduce it and we can skip all that. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So what drew me into your show besides like the food and like the history and the story behind it? Cause that's fascinating to me, uh, was the amount of effort you put into learning how to say words from other languages. Uh, mm -hmm. cause you deal with, um, like different cultures and different recipes from different periods in time and they speak a lot of different languages other than you know english right <laughs> um and as a hawaiian person who lives in hawaii i see people like every single day <laughs> mispronounce words out here and it like really gets under my skin <laughs> and also being from california um, there's a lot of like hispanic and spanish words like everywhere street names store mm -hmm. names people <laughs> right and i would always hear people mispronounce them and you know i'd always be like you know it's pronounced this way and they'd be like well that's the english way of saying it that's the american way of saying it which i always found like a very amusing excuse <laughs> for things I'm cringy. <laughs> me too me too but i'm just like that's a very fun way of saying that you know <laughs> you don't care you don't care yeah <laughs> um so why did you feel that it was important to put work into learning how to pronounce words correctly on your show um you know it's first of all i enjoy i love language um all languages pretty much i just i think it's fascinating how languages change how uh, they have so much influence on culture, how, how they can be used to lift people out of, you know, language can lift people. If you watch mm -hmm. My Fair Lady, it lifts her out of the gutter, her yeah. learning how to speak properly. And it can also be used as a way to oppress people mm -hmm. and has been also English. I mean, yeah. by stopping the Welsh and stopping the Irish from, from using their languages and, uh, you know, of course all over the world it happens. So I love language. I love the history of language and I love learning how to pronounce things partly as a, I just like learning in general, but it's almost like a bit of a challenge. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh, let me see if I can learn how to pronounce this. But I think that when it comes to tasting history specifically, I think it's very important from a, a respect for the culture that I'm that I'm talking about, whether that is French or Italian or Chinese or, you know, South American or wherever it is, there's mm -hmm. there there's a certain amount of respect that goes into it. And and I've noticed that people 
appreciate that. I mean, well, that's why I'm doing the podcast. Um, but it's, you know, it is very hard, especially because a lot of the words that I use are old mm. and don't exist anymore, even in those languages today, yeah. or they were pronounced differently. Just as English was pronounced differently 500 years ago, so was Mandarin, so was German. And so a lot of people sometimes, you know, they they don't get that. Even if they speak the language today, it's like, no, 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 it's, it's changed, it's evolved. Um, so I've been super fortunate to have people like uh, I have a wonderful uh, source who knows classical Mandarin and he's able to teach me the pronunciation or he, he tries to teach me the yeah. pronunciation um, of, of that. So I, I've been very fortunate to have people help me. Mm -hmm. um, and I know your channel's like just over year, like year and a half. About a year and a half. A year now. and a yeah. half. Um, has this something has this been something you've done like since the beginning or did it like evolve over time? Um, you know, I, I've tried since the beginning. I, like I said, I've always enjoyed language. I studied, um, I studied French, German, Italian, and Latin in school because I went to school nice. for singing for music. And mm -hmm. so you kind of have to learn those languages and more than actually learn what you're saying is how to pronounce the things so that you can go sing in Germany yeah. and they'll <laughs> think you know German even if you don't. Um, and so I, you know, I tried to do that on the show from the very start. And one thing that really, that really made me focus on it was when I made a mistake. Mm. Uh, and it was, I can't remember now what the word was, but it was a Mandarin word. And you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so when I look at a word and it's spelled a certain way and I'm, I know that that's how it's pronounced and then I say it that way and then it turns out that is incorrect. It is not, even though it is spelled, you know, I can't remember now what the word was. I could, I wish I could, but it, it, it sounds completely different than how it's spelled, mm -hmm. which I don't quite get why, you know, whoever did the transliteration into mm -hmm. uh, Western alphabet would have not done it phonetically. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I don't get. It. It's like it's almost like laying traps. Um, <laughs> but it made me realize. Oh, I thought that I knew this, and clearly I don't. And so I'm going to reach out to someone who does and and learn because. I like learning and uh, I hate being wrong. It happens all the time, but I don't like it. So yeah. my, my goal is always don't make the same mistake twice, you know? That's really cool. That's really honorable. Um, it sounds like you have a passion for learning and overall just respect for different cultures. Yeah. You know, I, I try. It's sometimes it's hard because like I said, you don't know what you don't know. And so you can make mistakes without knowing that you're making mistakes without any intention of, uh, you know, of being wrong. But it, pe people are not shy about letting you know <laughs> when you make right. those mistakes. Yeah. Especially right. online. <laughs> and I do think, yeah, especially online. <laughs> but I do think that there is, most people are very understanding if they can see that you're making an effort. And I think that making an effort is, is just important that you know mm -hmm. it it's 
it's almost like it's the thought that counts. It's the effort that counts. Even if you're wrong, you have attempted to be respectful. You have attempted to be right. And that's, that's all you can ask for people usually. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, so what are, what are your thoughts on the excuse? Like that's the American way of saying it, or that's the English way of saying it. You know, sometimes I, I think it, it, it goes, it depends on the, on the, on the word, on the, um, on the situation. There are some words like the word tamale. I pronounce it tamale. Uh, even though that's not because, you know, it, it would sound weird if I put a heavy accent on the word in everyday speech. Um, <laughs> because it has been, that word has been taken into the English language. That's mm -hmm. one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I think that English is such an amazing language, is it just steals from everything and it that's does. why it and does. so and because of that it is the most robust language that there is you know we have 50 words for everything and so <laughs> it makes translating things into poetry and everything wonderfully because you can you can make things rhyme that you know even when it's translated into english and a lot of other languages don't have that opportunity um that said so with a word like tamale it has been English anglicized so you know so much that it I think that that's okay but a word so many other words that are not now part of the English lexicon just because you you know no you should learn how to pronounce that in in its in its original uh language um I find that there's a huge difference between Americans and the English um, the English are almost, and this is a blanket statement, obviously, but the English are obstinate about the pronunciation of foreign words. They will go out of their way to not pronounce it the way that it was, especially <laughs> if it's French or Italian. And then and it's ask like a, you to agree with them. And that, yes, I mean, like, they won't say pasta. They will not say pasta, it's pasta. <laughs> they know it's wrong, they know it's wrong, but they won't because, because there is this kind of, and I don't know where it comes from, um, but I'm sure it's been happening for a very long time. There is that, you know, we're going to make this English <laughs> if it kills us. Um, so I do think that it's, you know, kind of on a, on a, it, it, it's, there's no one rule. And, and again, it's when somebody says, oh, well, that's the English way of pronouncing it. Is it because that word is used in everyday English all the time? Or is it that you simply don't want to take the time to to learn how to pronounce it. So the intent is very important there, I think. Um, and usually it's the latter. You know? <laughs> okay. Usually it's okay. the latter, especially with words that um, the where the a letter doesn't sound like we would say it. Um, I'm trying to think of some Spanish words because I, I grew up in Phoenix so many many of our street names are mm -hmm. are Spanish and 
or many of them are actually Native American names, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. words that have been, again, transliterated into English and sometimes very poorly, but that's yeah. still how we do it. Um, uh, is it Yomax? Yomax? Where it's like J-O-M-A-X, I believe, is, is how it's spelled. So everybody says Jomax because there's no reason that they would think why, you know, it doesn't yeah. make sense no matter what, but it's once you learn, oh, no, this is not, you know, an English word that we just made up or whatever, then it's like, no, then you need to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I've, I've had friends that gave me that excuse of like Hawaiian words, even just the word Hawaii, Hawaii. Right. <laughs> um, and like, I would call them out on it and they're just like, well, should we pronounce all words that come from other countries that way? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just or do it try or... or at least try or like, or, and... <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I, especially, so especially with Hawaiian words, I feel because, so as, as I was saying how language can be used to oppress people, the Hawaiian language mm -hmm. and English yeah. English was used to oppress yeah. the Hawaiian people. Mm -hmm. So that's not always the case, but especially with Hawaiian, it's, and, and as you say, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of, um, a lot of the language, but gosh, I want to learn. And, you know, whenever I can learn, I do. And then I remember, you know, <laughs> so it is, um, yeah, there is though also that, that bit of when you've been taught and only heard it pronounced Hawaii mm -hmm. for your entire life, yeah. mm -hmm. making that change is hard to, you know, it's, you almost feel like you might be even more offensive by screwing it up, pronouncing it Hawaii, you know? So <laughs> I, I kind of understand that to a degree and, and how hard it is, you know, cause you really have to retrain yourself and that doesn't happen overnight. Um, but again, you still got to make the effort, Yeah, That's you know, point. and it's <laughs> making the effort that is, so I think there's, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've got some good points. I think it is effort that matters, right? Because I'm thinking, even as a native Californian who speaks English, there are certain English words I struggle saying, yeah. just because I struggle saying them. And I know that's not right. I know that's not how it's pronounced. Like, like I'm going to try this word. Let's see if I can get it. Feminine. Like, I, I don't <laughs> think I said it right right there. Like, I, I have a hard time pronouncing that word. Like, how do you say that word? Feminine. Yes, that's how you say that word. I have a hard time saying that word. Like, I can't. I can barely say the 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 phrase mus muscular muscular dystrophy. Muscular I, dystrophy. Muscular. <laughs> it's it's very hard <laughs> for me to say that. So I get that, and that's the thing. That's that's another thing that I have found. So I I like language. I think gr growing up singing trained my ear to pick sounds up and then be able to say them the way that mm -hmm. I heard them. Not everyone has that. That's true. Right. You know, not everyone, they, they'll, they'll, you know, it's, it's, 
what what was it from the Pee Wee's Big Adventure uh, when they're in Texas and she's speaking Buenos dias, senors <laughs> and senoritas. <laughs> I know people who speak Spanish that way, and they literally can not <laughs> hear. They think that they're saying it right. So there's also, and then there are just some some sounds that we don't make in English. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with every language. Japanese people have trouble with the letter L. It's because that is not anything that they're... Mm -hmm mouth ever had to learn as a kid and so being able to do that later on in life it's very very hard english doesn't have umlauts uh over u's and o's and those are so hard they're so hard <laughs> so again it's like there's the effort you know and you yeah. can tell and i think it's easy usually to tell if someone is making an effort or if they are being obstinately wrong Mm. Um, and people do do that. And yeah. again, here, here, I think is a way, I don't want to say it's a way that language can be used to oppress people here, but it can be a way for a person. It, it's almost egotistical mm. in a way. It's like, no, I'm going to do this because I, you know, I'm going to say it my way because my way is the right way, even if it's mm -hmm. the wrong way. So Yeah. It's all about intent. Right. I agree. I agree. So I kind of want to share a story. I have this friend and I met him about like a year and a half ago, maybe two years. And I have been saying his name wrong from day one, but I had oh. no idea that I had been saying his name wrong. And I think a few weeks ago we were hanging out and I was like, blah, 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 blah. And I said his name. He's like, yeah, I'm going to take you the opportunity to say my name right. And I was like, what do you mean say your name right? Have I not been saying it right this whole entire time? And I'm like, why did you correct me when we first, like when I first said it wrong? I've been calling you this like for almost two years. Like now I have to retrain my brain to like not call you what I was calling you, call you properly. And so I think, um, and like, I, I think to him, like it just usually doesn't matter, but today, that right. day just really probably just got under your skin like oh my yeah. god yeah <laughs> yeah no i well and it's what what is that phrase with the law um ignorance of the law is no excuse not to follow the law or something like that mm -hmm. like if you don't know the law you could still break it and you're still held accountable i don't think that that applies with language right you thought you were saying his name correctly <laughs> so I'm it honest. is up to him to correct you, which he, he did, took a couple of years, but you know, you couldn't be expected to, if, if you think you're doing it right, you know, um, but once you are corrected, then it's important to really make an effort to say it correctly. And I think I actually have it nailed. It took like a few weeks, but like I'm just like, gosh, like this, like and I like and I was angry. I was really angry because I was annoyed because I was like, why wouldn't you just tell me? Yeah. Right. Well, and then there's also there's, um, I have some friends who have foreign names, and they will pronounce it two different ways. Hmm. When they introduce themselves to another Korean speaker. It is done in that accent. Mm -hmm. But when they introduce themselves to me, 
they say it in an anglicized form, you know? Mm -hmm. So I shouldn't be expected to, if that's how they introduce themselves, that's how I should say it. I shouldn't say, well, no, I'm going to pronounce it the way that your mother would pronounce <laughs> it, who is a native Korean speaker, because frankly, I'm probably going to butcher it even more by doing that. So um, I, I, I think that, you know, some people want that kind of, it. it's a way almost to, was it, is code switching code, mm -hmm. code flipping. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of like that and and i think that that's okay you know mm -hmm. especially when it comes to people's names you pronounce it the way that they have introduced themselves to you yeah i have a friend who does that <laughs> yeah no because some because some sometimes it's like well I, either it's more trouble than it's worth or it just it would sound weird to them to have you say it in, you know, in the original accent and, and expecting everybody to be able to reproduce that accent is darn near impossible sometimes, depending on the yeah. name. So. <laughs> so sometimes, okay. So I, I'm kind of guilty of this. Cause like, I, I kind of want to call people like mm. as close as I can get it or what's originally sounding, but they go along with like, Oh, like some people, like I, I feel like they have this attitude of like so many people abuse it. Like, let's just do it their way. And I'm like, no, like no, right. like let's say it the right way. And so one one name I do that with is Jorge, right? Like early on, I learned that George is Jorge in Spanish. Right. And so if a, if a person introduces himself as George, I'm like, do you prefer George or would you really prefer prefer Jorge? Right. And they're like. Huh. <laughs> Some people are like, no, call me George. Like, no, don't yeah, call okay. me Jorge. Like, right. Other people are like, no, actually, I would prefer Jorge, but most people like struggle saying that. So right. I don't. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, that totally makes it. Well, so my fiance's name is Jose. I call him Jose. When he introduced himself, it was Jose. But when he's around his family, it's Jose or Jose. I see, I have trouble mm -hmm. recreating, recreating the exact sound. And so. That's a case where, yeah, he probably would prefer that, but he knows that most people are not going to, most English speakers are not going to mm -hmm. to be able to do that. So he goes with Jose. Um, and that's what I call him. Okay. Lamont, you know whose name is like that? Who's? Tyra's. Oh, Tiratel? Tiratel is how she says it in English, but it's Romanian. And uh. so I... I love to butcher it just because it's a joke between us. <laughs> so I just run around the house and I go, <laughs> and I don't know how close that is actually in Romanian, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I mean, and so with Lamont, with Jorge, it's, there are the, these different levels of wanting to pronounce something correctly. So you, you knew, okay, well, George was not what you were born with, so it's probably Jorge, so call you Jorge. But at what point then is it actually Jorge, you know? Right. Because then yeah. they have their own way of, you know, yeah. that's the native um, tongue, you know, has that different pronunciation. But so it's kind of like, how many steps do you go? And, and I think it's, again, situational. Um, and you just try not to be purposefully offensive to anyone. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. So I, I'm also thinking of another time. So 
I have this best friend who became my brother and I adopted his family and they adopted me back. And, um, but before we became family, his name was, his name is Jamie. Like everyone calls him Jamie. The parents call him Jamie. Everyone calls him Jamie. But the thing is we had girl Jamie and boy Jamie and the both of them got tired of girl Jamie and boy Jamie. They just got like <laughs> tired of it. So like when I looked at Jamie's name, I was like, dude, your name's Jaime. And he was like, well, everyone just calls me Jamie. But I was like, but literally, it spells out Jaime. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I was like, I'm going to start calling you Jaime. Like, if you're tired of the boy, Jamie, like, Jaime will work. And he was Jaime. like, okay, whatever. And so, like, a lot of people started calling him Jaime because I called him Jaime. And I even got my mom and dad to call him. <laughs> they call Jaime. him Jaime sometimes like when I'm around. Right. Um, That's so funny. And recently, I started reverting back to Jamie just because, like... We, we haven't spent that much time together, and a lot of people, like, they get comfortable in the Jamie, with the Jamie, so I'm like, right. oh. And now that we don't have to, like, compete with girl Jamie and boy Jamie, it's like, why not? Like, Go back what, to Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know his name was Jamie. You, oh, because I always called him Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. What is the hardest or most, most challenging language that you've had to say something in for your show? Mandarin. Mandarin. Mandarin it's uh it is it is so hard I um partly because of how it's spelled there are because it's it's a different alphabet it's the Chinese um you know it's written in Chinese so it has to be transliterated into Pinyin. into our um letters but it's done differently mm-hmm. because there is no one way to to do it, um, you know, sometimes an X is used for the sh sound, and sometimes an SH is, and sometimes a CH is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that's that's hard. But then, what's really hard is that it is a pitched language, meaning yes. depending <laughs> on how your voice does certain things, it can change the word, and all of them are exactly not what you would think. They are, and no matter how well you do them, you're incorrect. Um, I have native speakers of the language say it's hard for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, and because it's it's a very uh, regional, they're you know very regional dialects, even more so than than English, where it is completely different Mm -hmm. you cannot understand the person speaking to you 50 miles away from here um that it's very hard but uh again so that's a language where when it's written especially when it's written in our alphabet you think you are absolutely sure that you know how to pronounce something and you don't (laughs) but there's no reason that you would know unless somebody said no the S-H-I does not spell sheet. It spells shirt, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> why would you know that? There's no reason for you to know that unless you've taken Mandarin. So, you know, because I do this every week, there are just so many languages. Um, you know, Arabic is very difficult and Chinese and Japanese is hard because it's so different from from our ear it just even picking up the sounds you can't even sometimes hear the difference um and so i've 
I just always assume I don't know now. <laughs> but I can't expect most people to assume that they don't know. I just always assume I don't know how to pronounce any of these words. So I'm going to go find a native speaker. Yeah. Um, and I put a call out on Twitter and 50 people write me and they're like, we'll record it for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so long, long story. Mandarin is the hardest one that I've done. Yeah, when I um, when I went to China, um, I tried really hard to learn how to say just the basic, like, thank you, please, the name of our hotel, <laughs> stuff mm -hmm. like that, because I was like, we already stick out. <laughs> yeah. We already stick out. Let me oh, at yeah. least learn how to say thank you correctly. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's funny because even in English, we have this same problem. Um, if you go to a certain place in England, you might think A-L-N-W-I-C-K. How do you say that? Alnwick? <laughs> yeah. Nope, that's wrong. It's Anik. So oh. <laughs> there's no reason that you would know that unless you were from Northern England, you know? Yeah. And then when those names come to America and they're put in American towns, they're pronounced differently because, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's, it's so hard to know if you are right or wrong. And a lot of times people have only seen things written and they've never heard them said. True. And, and that's why when people pronounce words in, in English, especially a native English speaker pronounces an English word wrong, uh, you know, uh, you should never mock them. You should never make fun of them. You can correct them. Um, but all it means is that they know that word because they've read that word. And that's a good thing. Reading is a good thing. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you've never heard it said out loud, you might not know how to, how to say it. True. True. Yeah. Those, all those languages, um, especially Mandarin sound very difficult. Very how difficult. much do you need to practice before feeling comfortable saying it on camera? Depends on the language. Um, for some languages, like anything that's in Japanese, Chinese, Arabic, um, I or Swedish, I did Swedish not that long ago. I will have someone record, record it for me, and I will literally listen to it and then parrot it right back to the camera. Mm -hmm. um, and otherwise, I, you know, because my memory is my memory is not good. <laughs> um, so I'll forget how to pronounce something very quickly. Um, so it does take some practice because I like to, you know, say it to them and be like, am I reproducing this sound at least somewhat mm -hmm. accurately? Um, and so it just depends. Sometimes it's first try and then sometimes it's Mandarin, and it took days <laughs> for me to get it. And even then, I, I, I never got it, you know, and I never will. If you're not born there, you're not going to pronounce it exactly right. It, you, you're just not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've used that technique before, haven't I, Leah? Um, with the guest name, actually. Yeah. Like, they were a guest, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to say their name. So they recorded it, and I, played it and I said guests, it. Multiple guests, Lamont. Multiple <laughs> Someone's last name. That was really funny. Yeah. I actually say his last name now. Yeah, that's good. Right. <laughs> but the first, um, the lot, the recent, most recent one, like I had to play it a couple of times and then I said it. Yeah. Right. That's funny. Um, so 
I think you touched on this earlier, but has anyone like seriously complained about your pronunciation? And like, even though you did your best? <laughs> so I get it. Yes, sometimes, sometimes I do. And sometimes I make mistakes. You know, when I'm talking really quickly, I'll say something wrong, even in my own language, yeah. <laughs> I'll pronounce something because you do that. And yeah. I think that people think that they say everything that they are meaning to say. But if you record yourself talking for an hour, you'll find out that you say a lot of things wrong that mm -hmm. you say every day. And you just, yep. it's, we just, <laughs> we'll swap words, but it's done so quickly that, you know, mm -hmm. nobody notices. Um, it happens sometimes. Usually people are nice about it. Uh, I think a lot of it depends on my mood in reading the comments because you can sometimes read the exact same comment in a nice way and the exact same thing. If I'm in a bad mood, it's like, oh, they came for me. They're in, a, you know, <laughs> it's the exact same yeah. comment, but it's how I interpret it because mm -hmm. it's written down, you know, so you don't get their inflections or whatever. Exactly. What's odd and what annoys me is more often I get criticism for pronouncing words correctly. I, yeah, I get criticism <laughs> from, they're usually Americans or English and they're, you know, they're saying you're trying too hard. You're, wow. um, you know, why don't you just say it in, in your accent and everything like that. And it's like, cause everybody else does you know this th that's something that's different about my channel you know is I, I i'm going to try to give you the the accurate pronunciation sometimes i'll fail but i i'll try and people for some reason don't like that and and again here i think it's an instance of where language is being can be used as a weapon uh you know it's like no you say it how an American should say, you know, you're, you're in America, speak American. Uh, so I, I, you know, uh, I, I, I really hate that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, yeah, that's what annoys me is when people get upset because I tried to pronounce it right. Right. So I, I'm reflecting on what you're saying and I'm like, okay, so in America we have this, value or the standard like try but don't try too hard if you're trying if you get it correct you're trying too hard but right. like at least try to make some effort but just like kind of just stick with the status quo like that's all we want you to do yeah what what is that why do we do that i don't know and i i don't even think it's just an american thing i think it's a human thing that mm. it is there is just this need for people to, they want to not stand out. They want to, everything needs to be homogenous and comfortable. And I need you to also want to feel comfortable, you know? And, and that's just, I think that's just a- That's what it is. It's a thing that you find it everywhere. And I am just, I don't, I, I mean, I like to fit in. Everybody likes to fit in and everything, but I've never really fit in. So I'm very comfortable <laughs> not fitting in. Um, and so I would rather, you know, 
do I do it my way. <laughs> and uh, it's my show, so I get to do it my way. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you nailed the the idea on the head. Comfortability. Like that's what it all surrounds. I think that excuse me. I think that many people feel uncomfortable when they see words in other languages. Maybe they're afraid they're going to butcher it, butcher it or embarrass themselves. Right. How yeah. is, what, what are some ways you think people could be more respectful of others' languages when they have no idea how to say a certain word? Ask. I mean, that, that's the only thing you can do is that's you know you can't be expected to go to an international phonetic alphabetic you know <laughs> dictionary every time a word comes up um most people don't know how to read it anyway uh you know phonetic alphabet but i you know so to go back what you were saying about um people are afraid they, there is a fear when a word comes up that they don't know because they're afraid to be wrong. We're all afraid to be wrong and that's okay. And so, but I, I think that instead of being wrong, if I like, instead of trying and being wrong, it's just easier to purposefully be wrong because then it's like, well, I didn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be wrong. Cause I didn't even try. I can't fail if I don't try. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's, that's a big, um, that's a big thing with with that that kind of purposeful speaking it incorrectly mm -hmm. um, thing. Uh, but yeah, no, I think just ask. And so there has to be patience on both sides, I think, because right. Even even if you tell someone and they say it correctly, maybe tomorrow they'll go back to the way that they said it before because they don't remember. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the world that we got to remember. So yeah. you know how to pronounce gyro correctly. Uh, some people will say gyro, and they'll just <laughs> say gyro forever and ever. Um, but so I but I do think that it is on the onus of the person who doesn't know the word mm -hmm. to ask. Um, yeah. And also, listen. <laughs> And also listen when you <laughs> let me tell you and that goes that's that is not just in in language that is in life when you ask a question listen to the answer yes. <laughs> a lot of people i used to work in restaurants um mm. serving tables and and i was guilty of it from time to time but there are some servers who they'll ask a question and they will not listen to the answer <laughs> and then they'll leave the table and be like what did she just say? What did she want? Because I wasn't paying attention because I was thinking about something else in my head. So yes, when you ask a question, then you have to then you have to listen and you have to make an effort then to do it correctly. Even if you get it wrong, just make the effort. I right. agree. So pronunciation, it matters. And I think the biggest takeaways today are it's okay to be wrong. Make an effort. Yep. And everyone's uncomfortable, but lean into that discomfort and try your best. The only way you can learn stuff is to be uncomfortable. And I think that that's not just language. People are, <clears throat> a lot of people are intellectually lazy. And I, I don't want that <laughs> to sound, I don't want that to sound as condescending as it just did. No, <laughs> but no I, I mean, didn't feel like it was condescending. I think I was like, 
you know what? I agree. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we have to think about throughout the day. And sometimes it's just easier to to not think about <laughs> something, um, to not do you know critical thinking or learn something. Learning is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's sitting there and reading, even if you're not moving, your brain is taxed. It is exhausting. And sometimes it's just easier to to give up in a way. And you know, if you give up little bits over and over and over again, then you're just never going to learn and you're never going to improve. And I'm all about improving. Uh, you know, if, if, if you've stopped improving, then it's time to die because you're no longer, you know, because <laughs> in a way you already have, it's like your brain has stopped growing. What, yeah. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what Leia and our show podcasts are about. Like, how can you improve? Like, what can yeah. you do to improve, to be better, to remind yourself? Because life is hard, right? It's not easy. It's not an easy path. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what, Lamont? I think it might be time for a little break, and then we'll come back and continue. Yes. All right. Yes. Sounds All right. Good. Cool. Let's take a break. Oh, hit my microphone. So, Lamont, today's activity. We're going to be announcing our stickers. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have stickers. <laughs> yes, we will be dropping four exclusive, original Lamont and Leia stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes, so we have four different designs. Uh, let's talk about them. The first design is this cup one. Lamont, would you like to yeah. tell us about our cup design? So, have you ever noticed that Leia and I have the same cup? In many episodes, we will drink water out of these <laughs> cups. And so, Leia designed two cups. And it just says the Lamont and Leia podcast in between. Yes. And so, it's just a really fun sticker that you can have that represents our podcast and things that we talk about. Nice. Uh, the next design we have <laughs> uh, pokes a little fun at Lamont. It is a happy face that says positive toxicity. Because <laughs> on our toxic positivity episode, Lamont kept saying positive toxicity for some reason. <laughs> and I still think it's the most hilarious thing. <laughs> I think it would be a great name of a band. <laughs> that would be a real and the little happy face okay if you want to start a band and you want to use this logo i'll sell it to you <laughs> <laughs> two thousand dollars plus royalties <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay um lamont do you want to go over our next design yeah so our next sticker is a rainbow sticker so there's a lot of pride in the lamont and leia podcast mm -hmm. and um it's a rainbow and it's has two clouds and on those clouds is a poppy flower and a hibiscus flower mm -hmm. the poppy flower represents california and the hibiscus flower represents hawaii and you have the Lamont and Leia in there. So um, it's just also really a great, cute. a great message to love yourself. 
Yeah. Oh, don't forget oh, yes. that part. Yes, I totally <laughs> almost forgot that part. And uh, like in the rainbow says, love yourself. And that's something that Leia and I are always like, if we don't say it directly in our podcasts, mm-hmm. every podcast is pretty much about loving yourself or ways to love yourself mm-hmm. or ways to improve yourself. So um, I think it's a great representation of who we are as people. Yes. And another way to improve yourself is this next sticker. Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, what, what? When did you say that? What I honestly, I probably said this in a few episodes already, because it really just comes back to making sure that you are aware of your feelings, of your thoughts, of the way you are presenting yourself. Um, so you don't wreck yourself, bro. <laughs> That's important. That's important. And this one, of course, features the iconic Lamont and Leia background. So right. you get to have From that the original Lamont and Leia yes. show that we decide to like continue to use <laughs> <laughs> because we love it and it's perfect. Yeah. If you want to see these designs in like more in depth than our descriptions of them, uh, go ahead and head on over to our shop on Facebook or Instagram so that you can see each design. But Lamont there's more there's more <laughs> so the first five people to uh, message us on our facebook or instagram um will get one free sticker so you can message us as much as you want but it's one per entry yes um and don't worry if you're not one of the first five people because they're available on our shop all right uh lamont where are you going to put your stickers? <laughs> well, I'm giving one to Dylan. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll probably have to send a few to our different guests. Oh, oh we should. Oh, we mm. should. Mm. That will be a nice treat gift from yes. us. Mine's going to go in my water bottle because that's where I put all my stickers. Okay, so um, I know that I'm going to be getting a new commander deck. Mm-hmm. In for Magic the Gathering when they drop the Vampire series, I think in October. If it's not October, it's November. I think it's October. Um, so I have to buy a new box, and like Dylan has been like putting stickers all on his box, and so like I totally want to decorate like my box with my stickers. <laughs> so. Awesome. So yes, go ahead. Leave us a comment so that you can get a sticker remember the first five people if you're not one of the first five people don't worry they will be for sale on our shop and uh let us know down in the comments anyway which one you like the most thank you (laughs) we're getting ready to wrap up here um i just have one last like question one fun question um that we can talk about what is one word that you just hate to hear miss people mispronounce I and it's and I don't know why this is the word it, because it really shouldn't be this big a deal. But um, bruschetta, when people say bruschetta, everybody says bruschetta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, because that's how it would be pronounced in mm-hmm. in English um, or in you know German or anything that that sch. But in in Italian, it's bruschetta. Um, so that's always that's always one that kind of kind of bugs me. I don't know why, but it does. What's funny though, there is another word that I hate hearing mispronounced because I mispronounce it (laughs) and I hate it. 
because I always have to correct myself and I'm never going to get it right is um, the word caramel. I oh. say, I say caramel. You do. Because, yeah, because there are places. Yeah. So there are, you know, different regional dialects and mm -hmm. everything. And that's just how we say caramel, but it should be caramel. And uh, so I say it wrong. And every time I'm like, why can't I ever say that word? right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you hear it wrong all the you time. Hear it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of words like that, you know. Lamont, what word irks you? <laughs> um, tortilla. Tort how do how they? Tortilla. Tortilla. Yeah, like I hate. I'm like, I oh my gosh. like. I just want to stab the person. I'm like, they would be glad my Thea's not here because I'm pretty sure she would slap them. Like that is not okay. It's a tortilla. Say it with me, tortilla. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. For me, besides like Hawaii, <laughs> Hawaii, it's also Kapiolani. Uh, people say Kapiolani, which is oh, okay. a name slash street name over here. Right. Just everyone says Kapiolani, and I'm like, Kapiolani. 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 See, I need to take some, some like basic rudimentary. Hawaiian pronunciation because I think it's uh, I it, I think it is one of the most beautiful languages that there is. Um, there's just something about it. It's like there are just so many vowels involved mm -hmm. in the language, and there it's just so liquid and everything. And I'm obsessed with Hawaiian uh, history, Hawaiian history, um, and yet here I am not knowing much about the actual language so we'll have but, we'll have to go over it <laughs> yes well i'll be there in a couple months so right. I, I need to i need to learn before i come all right i want to do some history of hawaiian food so right Ooh, sounds good sounds yes. good leia mm -hmm. i just realized i do say hawaii because your mom mm -hmm. early on she's like that's not how you say it yeah um and so i corrected myself but i still say hawaiian people is that is that proper or yeah, Hawaiian people okay. is the English word for it. Like, Hawaiian is English, if right. that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the I-A-N to distinguish, yeah. that so it, that, to yeah. make it into an that adjective. That would be the English word. But if you wanted to say Hawaiian <laughs> people in Hawaiian, it would be Kanaka Maoli. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, that's not even a... <laughs> that's, 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 that's... Yeah. <laughs> There's also, you know, there is a, um, and it, it doesn't really apply to that, but there, there is also the, the notion that language changes and the only real purpose of language is to convey a message. Right. And so sometimes pronunciation can pronunciation or meanings of words can end up being a hindrance to that say the um and this isn't really pronunciation but the the word to decimate if mm -hmm. i said you know the place was decimated you would know what i meant mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it doesn't you know originally it meant one-tenth of the people in a legion were killed. Hmm. That's not what we would use it for today. Yeah. 
Okay. And but there are some people who said, well, that's not what it means. You know, it actually means and it's like, well, yeah, but I December means the 10th month. But I still celebrate it at the 12th month. So language evolves, language changes. Um, and so that that is even when it comes to some pronunciation, it's like, well, the pronunciation has changed for a certain word. Usually it's in your own language, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, people who are too sticklers on, well, that's not how it was pronounced 200 years ago. Well, no, but that is how it's pronounced today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was not alive 200 years ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I guess that's when you turn on your therapist mind. Mine can't be like, why is this important to you? Why is this exactly? Why is this why important? This because feel? the need to be right, the need to correct people, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I, and I think that's why some people are like mean about it. Is yeah. they have this need to correct, but then like, do we have to correct rudely? <laughs> well that and that's the that's the thing. I don't mind being corrected at all if you do it nicely. But yeah. a lot of people they don't. No. <laughs> Don't do it nicely. That was a great question, Lamont. Thank you for answer, yeah. asking that. <laughs> oh, no problem. Well, Max, we are so thankful that you came on to yes. talk with Leia and myself. It's my today. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. No problem at all. If people wanted to get in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um. Well, you can always find me on, on YouTube, but if you want to contact me, then usually Instagram is the best way. Mm -hmm. uh, Tasting History with Max Miller. I get to most of the, um, <laughs> when people message me on there, it takes mm -hmm. me some time, you know, it might take a few weeks, but uh, yeah. I, I definitely respond to everything. And of course, all of his links and whatnot will be in our show description so you can check them out. Um, so besides your YouTube, do you have any special projects that you're working on that you can and want to share with us? Yeah, well, I just started Drinking History. It's on the same channel yes. as Tasting History, yes. but it's specifically toward drinks, not just mm -hmm. alcohol. Uh, I just did lemonade, but a lot of it, it will be alcoholic drinks. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of great history with um, liquor and beer and wine. And, uh, and I am working on a cookbook. It's a ways away uh, from publication. Publish publishing things takes mm -hmm. forever. Yes. Um, but that will be out eventually. Eventually. Looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. And then um, finally, would you be able to leave us with a message? It doesn't have to be about today's topic. It can be something that you just really want people to know or experience from you um that would be really cool gosh i i think just keep learning that's that's what tasting history is all about it's teaching um you know teaching about food teaching how to cook and i'm not a professional cook so it's kind of like i'm learning and then you're learning from me. So I'm only one step ahead of yeah. you sometimes, you know? Um, but that's just, and, and not just with tasting history, but just in general, I think it's so important that we just keep learning. Um, it'll make the world better. It makes people kinder to each other. And isn't that what it's all about? That's awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you. You're welcome.
and thank you to our viewers and listeners and we'll see you next week today's life lesson is always take the opportunity to learn learning means to learn to ask questions always ask people before you allow assumptions to become false truths when we take the time to ask and be curious about what is going on we are taking the opportunities to learn turn this way of being into a lifelong belief and prosper and that is today's life lesson This has been the Lamont and Leah podcast. Created by Lamont Damon and Leah Nakahiki. Special thanks to our guest, Max Miller, for being on the show with us today. This episode's topic was brought to light by Leah Nakahiki. This episode was also edited by Leah Nakahiki. Thanks to Ingenue for our music. Let us know what you thought of our show or give us some topic suggestions by sending messages on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, did you know we have a YouTube channel and you can watch all of our podcasts? Link can be found in the show description. Watch all of the podcasts. And thanks for listening. Also, buy some stickers. Bye!